Welcome back to From the Word Ghost, the paranormal podcast for believers and skeptics alike. I'm your host AJ and every week I bring a brand new paranormal story to try and convince my skeptic co-host Jamie. That's me! Of all things paranormal, before we get started in today's episode, we ask if you like the content, leave a five-star review on any podcast listening platform. Jay, you're right, son. I'm alright, I'm alright, How are you doing? Fucking lovely, mate. Oh, good. Jamie has just cut my hair. I have. Give you a little spruce. I up. went from a four to a five real quick. <laughs> 4.5, mate. <laughs> I'm a barber, I'm not a magician. Fair, fucking choose your words carefully. I haven't paid you yet. Remember this. <laughs> Sorry. You fucking right. will. Burp. Shut Burp up. on your own time. You're on the listen, clock. Listen, you have burped and left it in the podcast before. Have I? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's some bad. And it wasn't it? that far, that, that long ago. That far, that far to be up, be up, be up. You're losing tips every time you fucking <laughs> do that, all right? <laughs> Today's episode, we are finally checking out a story that multiple people have asked us to investigate since starting the podcast. Robert the Cursed Doll. Jay, do you know anything about this before we get going? Uh, is, uh, is he Annabelle's boyfriend? I don't know much. They hold hand in hand, live happily ever after. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I don't even think they're stored in the same place. Uh, oh, that's disappointing. Long lost Long friends. lost lovers <laughs> divided by walls, oh, separated that's by their origin fate. story, just super sad, and that's why they're dickhead That's all they want. Now. They just want a companion. Just, just want to be loved. <laughs> We start today's story in 1904 when Thomas Otto was on a business trip to Germany. Whilst on his trip, Thomas thought of buying a gift for his eight-year-old grandson, Eugene, for when he returned to the States. After hours of searching in various stores, Thomas would finally stumble upon a gift he thought to be perfect for his grandson. A cursed doll. (laughs) Wonderful. Granddad of the year aboard. You say this doll kills people? (laughs) I know exactly. He'll love it. <laughs> I'll give him a good home. Don't Kids worry. these days, they just play Roblox and Minecraft. Back then, Satanic Doll was the thing. <laughs> really test your child out with this new Satanic Doll. <laughs> Top 10 presents. If it of... lives to 16, it deserves to. <laughs> Top 10 it. presents in the Argos catalogue. 1903. Yeah, <laughs> a Toys R Us advert for fucking Robert the Doll it's back in the day. Toys R Us, Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> Buy this doll. It'll kill you. Perched in the front of the store window sat a three foot tall doll accompanied by a dog sewn onto the doll to be sold as a pair. Wasting no time, Thomas purchased the doll and couldn't wait to return to the family estate in Key West, Florida. It's a good job if you want the dog because they've sewn the fucker to it. It's like, here's a PS4, we've sewn an orange to it, so you you must take it. I don't care if you don't want the orange. Robert has just become a conjoint twin without any consent. He woke up one day like, oh, what the fuck, man? There's a toy dog fucking sewn to my dick man <laughs> we have super glued the two together <laughs> we don't care if you don't want it That's they're inseparable i'd <laughs> be so ungrateful <laughs> after due time he did return and was so pleased to finally be able to give his grandson this gift knowing his grandson was rather fond of dogs good job please <laughs> so do him how's he feel about demons <laughs> But, but I like the dog, man. I'm not sure about the demon. Well, they're sewn together, so here you go. Knowing his grandson was fond of dogs, but also a very lonely child, he assumed Eugene would jump for joy when seeing the doll. My grandson is quite lonely. You know what will help him? 
a demon. I've watched countless movies and they never end badly like this. That's a poor lonely boy. <laughs> Let's get him something that's going to kill him. It's either this or a box of cigarettes. <laughs> Chew, pick your poison. Which is, which is the lesser of two evils? Have your soul ripped out or have to pay for fucking cigarettes for the rest of your life? Get me Robert. <laughs> Which he did. Eugene was ecstatic as soon as he locked eyes with the doll and the dog. Thomas asked... <laughs> the way you said that was like... With the doll and, and the dog. dog. Oh, fucking dog. Fucking dog. <laughs> Come in. More places should do that, really. Just sew shit together. <laughs> what, what, what could we do just to earn some money? Yeah. I heard you were having troubles picking between a cat or a dog. Good oh. news. <laughs> Cat dog! Cat dog! Oh no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and thus the cartoon was created. <laughs> Thanks, Eugene. There's the origin story. <laughs> Thomas asked him what he was going to call the doll, and Eugene almost instantly called him Robert. Maria, Eugene's mother, decided to take Ro- Maria, Eugene's mother, decided to make Robert some new clothes and dressed it in Eugene's old sailor suit that he had outgrown. Talk about dulling him up. Oh, no. oh, Dad joke for the hell. week. I got it in. It's becoming a trend now. I'm not too keen on, to be honest. All right. So stop it. <laughs> oh, fucking put a downer on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus. So everyone at home actually <laughs> knows real. that I'm not a happy person. I'm actually a tyrant on every... <laughs> that I don't was, like that, Jamie. That was fucking real. take yeah, that, that was, out now. I, I can see it in your side eye. It's the fact that I was gritting my teeth when I was saying <laughs> And just because I know you don't like it, it's, it's becoming a permanent yeah. feature. It's happening. Even if you record it when I'm not here and slide it in <laughs> on the episode. I will. I shall do that. Inside that joke here. Okay, guys, I'm not going to lie. I um, I forgot that I'd done this in the podcast. So I was editing this last minute before the podcast comes out tomorrow. And um, <laughs> this section's just come up. I've got not a clue what I'm just going to put in. So... I just googled it, and here are some of the best dead jokes I found. Are you ready? R.I.P. Boiling water. You will be missed. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it was a too, pretty good. I once wrote a song about a tortilla. Well, actually, it was more of a rap. Nope. Again. Uh, oh, this one's topical, because it's pretty much it's a kind of paranormal. The witch's vehicle goes boom, boom. Yep, yep. That's all I got for you guys. That's in the podcast. (laughs) Eugene had no friends due to there being no children living nearby and also being extremely shy. I didn't realise that rhymed. (laughs) For you guys listening, this does does not continue like a Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Good old fashioned literature, if that's what you can call what I write. I uh, don't know about good old-fashioned literature. Old-fashioned literature. <laughs> In the sense that it makes no sense and completely contradicts itself. <laughs> so it took very little time for the pair to become best friends, and Eugene quickly became somewhat possessive over the doll. At least it's a two-way street. He became possessive over the doll, the dog became possessive over his soul and his whole life. You know, it's great. That's what us in the biz call coming full circle. <laughs> The, the business of life and death. The business of I'm not sure which yet. Please insert business here, Jack. 
Don't do it, Jamie. Don't do it. <laughs> Make him look a fool. Don't infiltrate. <laughs> He's trying to infiltrate the editing. Don't let him. <laughs> Since the AI took my like took away that thing. Oh, should we talk about that quick? Yeah. They killed AI Ruth. <laughs> I'd like to say I'm bothered by it, but oh man, they got rid of her. Yeah, poor Ruth, eh? That's more money in the bank. <laughs> more jobs for you brother yeah no fuck's sake they killed a, a sweet sweet princess my boy my boy look what they <laughs> did to my beautiful boy rest my in- good time boy <laughs> rest in peace Ruth you were one of the good ones <laughs> the two were inseparable and would spend all day every day together from playing to bath times and bedtime Robert was right next to Eugene he even started to confide in the doll often found whispering and talking to him as if in full conversation and getting replies from Robert. Psst, Robert, I, I don't really like doing my homework. What, what can I do? What, what was that? Burn the house down? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For real, if you caught your kid just like in full conversation with a, a doll, what would you think? I would think, fucking hell, this is scary. I don't have a kid. Where's this kid come from? <laughs> I should have reworded that. <laughs> No, like, part of me would be like, I would have just got an imagination. They don't have any friends. They're a fucking loser. <laughs> They're my kid. Of yeah. course they don't have I friends. I don't have friends. They're a bit of a fucking like loser. Like father, like daughter. <laughs> hey, not my kid. My you, kid's not a loser. You said my kid. I was. I meant as if you I'm said, Maria, not my oh, fucking okay. kid. You I'm motherfucker. Oh, I'm sure she has many friends. Can't wait till you have a little fucking... She has more friends than you, that's for sure. So. Fat-headed kid. Can't, wait, right, for your, can't wait for your fucking dumbass kid Christ. to come. <laughs> His attitude went from a shy, timid boy to a rather rude one very quickly. Eugene demanded that Robert be with him at all times and would lash out if the doll wasn't in eyeshot of him. This began to raise concern for Eugene's parents, who had felt that he was spending too much time with the doll and losing sight on the idea of socialization. <laughs> you need to fucking socialize with other people. We got some English skills. This is your brother. fault for putting a fucking Swedish. <laughs> uh, literally, Jamie's writing notes and he puts fucking PewDiePie on, so everything's gonna talk like this from now on. Smorgasbord. It's not even an accent week this week. You're still doing. I know. You've been shooting yourself in the foot. You know, I'm here to entertain. (laughs) This began to raise concern for Eugene's parents, who had felt that he was spending too much time with the doll and was losing sight on the idea of socialising. Oh my God! Socialising. Are you okay? Losing sight on the idea of (laughs) socialising with other children. Fucking hell. Get out more, Aaron. See the world. Socialize. I need to start taking. I need to take up drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> I never recorded like this when I was drunk. <laughs> Things continued like this for Eugene. He was growing ever less tolerant of being away from Robert. And I said that so, so much. Slow, right. bro. Yeah. <laughs> you got slower as the yeah, seconds went on. Things continued like this for Eugene. <laughs> 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 One year had passed, and in that time, when away from Robert, Eugene had began to suffer from violent fits. He would bleed from the nose and have convulsions, 
but when Robert was placed within eyeshot again, the fits would quickly stop. I mean, at this point, you got to realise something's wrong, but just take him to the doctors or something. You know what I mean? You don't have to, like, what if I upset the demon? You don't know he's a demon. You know, your kid's just fucked at the minute. <laughs> so exactly. to be a parent... Kids just having fits and bleeding from the nose, and they're like, quick, get the doll! <laughs> the mum's sewn a little doctor's outfit in the doll instead of a fucking sailor's Quickly, one. Robert, fix him! It just turns quickly into a, like an episode of ER where the doctor just doesn't reply to him. Like, this is a fucking doll. Just a reception. What do you need, Robert? The, phone. the doctor will see you in 10 days. Oh, so it's like the NHS. No, it's quicker. The-, <laughs> the night after Eugene's ninth birthday, Marie was tucking him into bed and placed Robert in his usual spot. A rocking chair at the end of the bed. Big fucking no, right? Big fucking no. Rocking chairs, we all know that's where yeah, demon that's... dolls live. Just any chair in the bed. A chair doesn't belong in the bedroom, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the amount of times when I was living at my mum's and I had my office, my, like, my desk chair and it would have my washing on it and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and be like, what the fuck is that? Oh, mate, yeah. Fucking Every terrifying. time, yeah. But you what? don't move the chair. You don't learn. I, don't, I <laughs> never put the washing away. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> God forbid. What are mums for? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Leave that in so she knows her place. Yeah. I mean, my washing stayed out for the last 10 years, so... (laughs) That's my excuse. (laughs) That's the only reason why Jay Jay doesn't believe in ghosts, because his mum hasn't put away the washing. (laughs) Fucking hell. I'm still waiting. (laughs) Well, you go and see a medium. Maybe you'll find out why she's been slacking. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I don't want to know about grandma. I don't want to know about any of that shit. Ask her why she's not put the fucking washing away yet. J- Jamie, it's your mother. She's trying to contact you. She's saying, do it your fucking self. <laughs> As Marie was leaving the bedroom, she overheard Eugene talking to Robert. What happened next terrified her. You've got another, <laughs> this will shock you. I know. What happened next will terrify her. <laughs> That's how the Americans write. <laughs> Come so. back after the break. <laughs> yeah. NordVPN. <laughs> NordVPN. Are you interested in a new doll for your kids this Christmas? Have you got a therapist? Better help. <laughs> Mate, I can't wait to do them. <laughs> when I had depression, I wish I had better help. Because <laughs> then I could have paid to not talk about my problems. <laughs> So that's Magic Spoon and Better Hair <laughs> off, of, uh, off of the list yeah, of potential we advertisements. We our fucking <laughs> paycheck in the mail. <laughs> Can't, I haven't got AI roof, so I'm going to have to say this myself. Please know, these are not actual sponsorship <laughs> messages. AI roof would do this for us, but she's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. We killed her. Put her in the microwave. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> How did you kill roof? I put my laptop in the microwave <laughs> for five minutes. For legal purposes, that was a joke. <laughs> It would take at least six minutes to kill a cybernetic <laughs> in a microwave. God, the robots are coming uh, for you. Good, let them come. Uh, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fucking hell. True motives revealed. <laughs> As she was closing the door to the bedroom, a loud and deep voice replied to Eugene, Get her out. It said. I don't think that was good enough. Good No, that wasn't clear enough. <laughs> Somewhere in between, please. Get her out. Marie burst back into the bedroom and asked Eugene who was talking. His answer was simple. Me, motherfucker. Robert. 
I love how slow Robert is here with that get her out. She's already out, you dumb fuck. fuck. She was leaving. She was gone. <laughs> she just had to burst through the room again. She's there. He's like, oh, my bad, my bad. From that night on, the Otto family suffered greatly. The sounds of screaming, deep, deep, <laughs> dick. <laughs> The sounds, the of, sounds sc- of a screaming dick. <laughs> <laughs> they had it real bad, people. <laughs> oh, it's not as dirty. It's not as dirty as it sounds. It's just a guy called Richard <laughs> screaming in the night. Help! <laughs> My dick's screaming. <laughs> the sounds of screaming, deep chuckling voices, and a tapping on the floor could be heard in the night. Sometimes they would even overlap Eugene's voice. That's not all they experienced either. On numerous occasions, the parents would hear a series of loud crashing sounds. When they go to check on Eugene, his entire bedroom would be flipped upside down. Heavy chests of drawers would be smashed. The bed frame would be broken and glass from picture frames scattered across the floor. Every time when Mary would enter the room, Eugene would be sat in the corner of the room, terrified, while Robert would be the only object still in its place and undamaged. This just screams tantrum to me. Robert was mad because you didn't get me any McNuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Robert smashed the fucking room up because you wouldn't let me watch Cops. (laughs) Robert's got my back, but I can't stop Robert. Let that be your fucking lesson. That's your last warning. From Robert. It's not from yeah, me. From, <laughs> this is all this Robert. This is all Robert. <laughs> Robert says, let me watch fucking Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> the last time this happened, Marie would ask her son, why do you keep doing this? It's so dangerous. You have to stop. To which Eugene replied, it's not me. It's Robert. Frightened by this and all the other strange happenings occurring, she panicked and threw the doll into the attic where it would remain until the deaths of both Eugene's parents. By that time, Eugene was a grown man with a family of his own. He was a successful artist and had a manor house of his own. When his mother was pronounced dead, an overwhelming feeling came over Eugene. He had to get Robert, and he did. Oh, I'm so sad my mum's dead. Let's get that doll down that she <laughs> yeah. fucking screwed at. That'll fucking comfort her. I don't remember any of my toys from nine years old. No? I, I, well, I only know because I still have it. It's like my first ever teddy bear. Uh, my nan and granddad bought it for yeah. me. And I still have it. That it's called Hooch. Hooch the Pooch. No, it's a, a bear. Hooch the Pooch bear. There's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him well. <laughs> Maybe he's the root cause of all my misfortune. (laughs) I mean, you throw him out next week, you might be able to read better. (laughs) I throw Hooch out into the tip, and then my dad walks back into my life. (laughs) It's like, Hooch is gone, I'm back. Back, baby. It's like me signing to the NBA, just like, I'm back, baby. (laughs) Robert's new place was in Eugene's study, what he liked to call the term room. His wife, Janet, was horrified by the appearance of the doll and wanted it gone from the house. She even took measures into her own hands and hid the doll. She would later regret this. The very night she hid the doll, Robert would visit her in her dreams and go into great detail of the torture her and her family would suffer if they did not return the doll to the study. This went on for weeks, as well as Eugene again suffering from fits, something that had not happened since he was a young boy. The doll was eventually returned to the study as per its request, and the fits and dreams all stopped. After Eugene's death in 1974, the house was sold. 
Eugene's family left no belongings, only Robert. The Myrtle family were the next owners of the house, and within days, Robert's presence was known. They would hear the footsteps like all the others had felt. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry, I just... <laughs> you just stopped. Sorry, because... Aaron rebooting. Felt doesn't fit in that sentence, so I'm just making sure... Sorry, you're going to have to cut that. would hear the footsteps that they all felt as Robert walked all over them. <laughs> right. They would hear the footsteps like all the others had and even notice that Robert would move itself around the rooms as they were being cleaned. The family had moved Robert out of the study and into the attic. Well, that was until the doll seemed to let out a beast-like groan and destroy all the belongings up there. The Myrtles sought out help from a local museum that was willing to take Robert off of their hands. This is where the doll resides to this day. They don't specify if it's like a museum for possessed dolls or anything like that. It's just like, imagine going to a museum and being like, yeah, the mummies had this doll. <laughs> take it, please. They Free take the sailor, sailor outfit out and just wrap it in old toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. It's Ooh. a mummy doll and he's mummy doll. <laughs> we like the doll, but can we separate the doll? Oh, they're sewn together. Okay, fair oh, enough. Right. Well, we'll take them. <laughs> Reluctantly. <laughs> Over the years, many that have visited the museum... Museum? That's a new thing. Take your kids to the museum this week. I don't know what it is. It sounds like family fun. Over the years, many that have visited the museum have reported that the doll has a curse over it. Any that disrespect the doll or <laughs> photograph it <laughs> suffer the curse. Should have started that. Yeah. <laughs> started with that. Aaron. I waited 30 minutes in to go. 30 minutes of disrespect. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> if I'm going down, you're coming down with me. Cheers. <laughs> Most speculate a rush of bad luck almost instantly after their visits. Others aren't so lucky, with numerous people reporting that they had been taken ill with cancer or heart issues, and even in one case, an unexplainable death. Jay, another haunted doll. What are your thoughts on this one, my friend? I mean, he's good, but he's no Annabelle. Right? He's not playing <laughs> This is the, the bootleg Annabelle, yeah. If, if, if Annabelle is Disney, this guy's Buena Vista. <laughs> No, I'm saying he's always existed, but no one remembers Buena Vista. They only remember Disney, you know what I'm saying? Too true. I, I mean, yeah, scary story. Those are not nice, like, just to look at, right? If have you, you get... seen this motherfucker I, as well? I have. Is he not the... He's the sailor boy. The sailor, the sailor boy. The sailor boy. I, I think I have. I'm trying to... He's a he's he's fucked. He's fucked up. Why would you buy that for your yeah. grandson? And I'm assuming he had no clothes on because she gave him the sailor outfit. I don't know what's worse, the doll or the dog, man. Look at that dog. Oh Who my designed God. that? And His thought, eyes. No. no wonder they had to sew it to him. No one was taking that fucker. <laughs> That guy was staying at the pound, that, bro. That guy was ready for termination. <laughs> it's a good story, isn't it? Robert is a is a bastard, as they say. <laughs> Again, not much proof, right? I mean, it's become very popular in, in this sort of culture, in like the paranormal culture. Everyone that does podcasts on, on paranormal or any form of content on it, you know who Robert the Dull is and thus... All of this different speculation comes about the curse. Obviously, what was the unexplainable death? Oh, he just dropped down dead. 
literally the day after what the visit. In, oh, the day after. Yeah, literally dropped down dead. There's mm. no explanation. Nothing come back on the uh, autopsy. Interesting. Because I know, obviously, Sam and Colby went and visited. Yes. Who we watch sometimes. Yeah, this is the, the question I was going to say. Have you heard of anyone that had suffered from the curse? So one of, I don't know, Sam and Colby to me are like Ant and Deck. Oh, I, I Colby. never know which uh, one is which. Col- Colby... <laughs> Colby is the the emo haired black haired guy, Col- the bootleg Pete. Colby, I was literally <laughs> just about to say Pete Wentz at home. <laughs> we have Pete Wentz at home. Um, <laughs> we actually they're never going to listen to this, but no. we we do love them. So yeah, this, this is Jess. great. They this are great, good fun. Um, but yeah, like after they visited Colby, uh, I think it was like a week or two later, started feeling under the weather. Um, noticed a bit of a change in pain and he got diagnosed with testicular cancer but it could be coincidental and he does say himself it's like he doesn't blame it solely on the doll he's no, like, I mean, more it, of a surely he would have had the cancer when he went to visit the doll it, exactly right? it's just not noticed the symptoms some people point. yeah some people can live with cancer for for years without knowing yeah and, but he is very young to get something although testicular cancer i believe is it's still a young young man's disease in terms of <laughs> I just mean like if if you got cancer <laughs> watch me dig my way out of this hole. Jamie Dix, <laughs> the expert of cancer. No, I'm just saying it's if you're gonna have cancer, it's it's a more common cancer for young people, right, to have. I I think so. Yeah. I think so, but don't you know. look it up. <laughs> don't bother looking it up, guys, I'm telling you. You take As care of your balls and they'll take care of you. <laughs> That's a serious, serious statement. Got to check, got to right. check your balls, man. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Jamie's doing it for me. <laughs> nope, all good here. Right, are we going to call it there? Jake? Let's call it there. Right, if you want to be our next listener story, Jay, where can I send a listener story to, please? You can send your story to from the word or slide into our Instagram DM. Mm, slide. Free. <laughs> that was just really weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Whee! Right, now fuck off. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for us at From the Word Ghost. Join us next week and we'll continue to explore the unknown together. Good night. Good night.